Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about copywriting that sells professionals, or what I sometimes refer to as B2P copywriting. Now, as you well know, this podcast is mainly focused on B2B copywriting, writing for businesses and companies that sell to other businesses and companies. Uh, But there's another category that is very similar to B2B. In fact, I lump it in with B2B, frankly, and that is B2P. In other words, where uh, a business is selling to an individual professional rather than a business. And that professional is actually paying for the product themselves out of their own pocket. I call that B2P. Now, just a caveat here, I call it B2P. <laughs> no one else does. So don't go around saying that you're a B2P copywriter. No one will understand what you mean except me. But that's what I call it. B2P copywriting, copywriting that sells professionals. And professionals can be lawyers, doctors, realtors, HR managers, teachers, consultants, coaches, speakers, plumbers, anybody who is, whose profession is defined like that, defined by their profession. And sometimes they're businesses. You could have a speaker who has a speaking business or of course, a doctor that has a medical practice or a plumber who uh, has a, a plumbing business. So sometimes they're in business and they're, they're definitely B2B. But uh, also, they could buy purchases on their own for their own profession, for themselves as individuals, B2P. Uh, in fact, uh, a lot of these professions will buy uh, products and services for themselves to help with their professional lives, with their career aspirations with their goals and dreams with their careers. Let me give you a few examples just to make this clear. One example of B2P might be a teacher, a teacher who buys a coaching program, an online coaching program that helps her get things done faster and helps her manage her day faster and helps her get marking and assignments done faster so she has she experiences less stress in her professional life and gets more done and gets home earlier and doesn't have to mark assignments all weekend. Um, I, I'm married to a teacher, so I know how hard they work. <laughs> so this, there's a, you know, a teacher could purchase an online coaching program that helps her manage her teaching life better so she feels less stress and, and has more time in her week. Uh, there's actually are coaching programs like that on the internet that sells directly to teachers. And the schools don't pay for that. The individual teacher invests in that. They invest in themselves. They invest in their own uh, profession, their own careers. Or here's another example, a very common one, a realtor, a real estate agent. Real estate agents I know frequently purchase all sorts of products and services to help them uh, in their own careers. I know one realtor who three or four times a year, um, using his own money, uh, goes to sales training conferences and, and, and group coaching sessions to help build his uh, selling skills. So he makes more money as, as a realtor. He invests in his own career, in his own profession, and he, and he uses his own money 
to, uh, to purchase those products and services. Another example could be an HR manager working at a big corporate company who decides to take a training program on how to do employee evaluations better. Uh, maybe he invests in a certification, an employee evaluations certification that will look good on his resume and help him uh, further his career. Okay, I'm, I don't know if that actually exists. I'm just dreaming that, that example up. <laughs> but, but those are examples of B2P, of professionals who are buying products and services for themselves as an investment in themselves, as an investment in their careers, to help their careers, to help their professional lives. And their companies aren't necessarily paying for that. They're paying for that out of their own pocket. So that is, uh, those are examples of what I call B2P selling. And if you're a copywriter writing marketing materials that uh, is selling those types of products and services, then, then what you're doing is what I call B2P copywriting, copywriting that sells the individual professional. Now, let me give you some tips on how to write effective B2P copy. And I'm going to use, I'm going to contrast it with B2B, traditional B2B copywriting, so you can see some of the differences. Because there definitely are some significant differences between writing B2B copywriting, like classic B2B copywriting of a business selling to another business, and B2P, where a business is selling to an individual professional, and that professional is paying for the product or service out of their own pocket. Okay, so let me set this up. Let's say you've got a new copywriting gig, and it's a company that's, that uh, sells a career-building coaching service for new lawyers. So they have a, a coaching program that helps new lawyers uh, really catapult their careers and make their career dreams come true after all those years in law school. And what your job is, is to write marketing materials to help sell that coaching program. So you, how would your approach be different than the normal B2B stuff that you're writing? Well, let me give you some examples. Number one is about how professionals are motivated when they're buying a business product out of their own pocket. Okay, They're motivated differently than businesses. Businesses are motivated by productivity, profit, cost savings, business growth, you know, all those motivational drivers is what you're probably used to when you're writing B2B copy. When you're writing B2P copy, the motivations are a little bit different. Um, the professionals are motivated by furthering their careers, by achieving their career goals, by making their professional dreams come true, by making their vision of their career come true. That's huge, by the way. Every professional I know has a vision of what they want their career to be like and what they want their professional uh, life to be like. They have a goal. They have a vision. And if you can tap into that, okay, that can be very motivating. They're also motivated by creating a sense of career or professional certainty and security and comfort. Uh, they are motivated by saving time, making things easy, relieving stress and headaches associated with their profession, increasing their income, um, developing new skills and qualifications that will make them more marketable to um, future employers or to clients if they're self-employed. 
Okay. The biggest one here, the biggest driver is really making their dreams come true. Whatever dreams they have associated with their profession, making those come true. That's a big motivational driver when writing B to P copy. Now that's tip number one. Tip number two is professionals are more likely to be swayed by emotion. Now be careful here. That doesn't mean that uh, they don't make decisions logically. They don't make buying decisions logically. They do. They want to know what the tangible benefits are. If they're buying an expensive coaching program, they want to know exactly what they're going to get, what the takeaways are, what their return on investment is, what, what results they could expect to achieve with the coaching program. I mean, they want, all, they want to know all about the tangible benefits. However, um, emotion plays a big part in their buying decisions. Uh, so you can point out the emotional benefits of our product or service that you're writing about more often, and you can dramatize those more often. Okay, with our example, with a coaching service for new lawyers, you can, in your copy, you can paint a vivid picture of the future. You could say, two years from now, imagine yourself working at the law firm of your dreams, being respected, advocating for cases that, that you're passionate about, uh, setting your sights on the corner office, <laughs> whatever professional goals that uh, a lawyer may have, a new lawyer may have. So you can, you can dramatize, you can point, point out and dramatize the emotional benefits much more in your copy. In fact, you should. Don't ignore the logical side of things. Don't ignore the practical benefits, the tangible benefits, but you can focus on the emotional benefits much more than you, than you may in, that, you, that you would have in, in traditional B2B copy. So that's number two. Number three, social proofs are big motivators. And by social proofs, as you probably know, we're talking about testimonials. We're talking about client stories, success stories, customer stories. Um, professionals are motivated by what their fellow professionals are doing. If lots of their fellow professionals are, are buying a certain type of product or service or program, and then they feel comfortable also buying that same program. Uh, I know this from uh, writing for a couple of companies in the real estate industry. There's a couple of CRM um, products where most realtors are buying. Most realtors use like two different CRM systems. And, uh, you know, those companies have an advantage because, you know, they, they, can, they can state on their website that thousands of, of realtors use their product. And new realtors feel comfortable going with what their fellow realtors are, are using. So um, social proof is a big big motivator. So uh, when you're writing B2P copy, lots of testimonials, lots of success stories. There's a high number of buyers. If you can state something like 4,000 people have purchased our product so far or something like that, put that in your copy. Social proofs are big. That's number three. Number four is professionals are more likely to buy sooner and sometimes impulsively. Let me give you an example. A warehouse operations manager is not going to get up in the morning without even a thought of ever needing a forklift truck and then impulsively buy one at lunchtime. 
when a salesperson drops by or they receive an email or they happen to go on a, a website, you know, and look at this great forklift truck, they're not going to buy it right away. In B2B, it tends to be a longer buying decision. They're going to want to do some research. They're going to talk to a sales rep. They may uh, see if they can get uh, a budget for the forklift truck. It's a longer sales cycle. Now, in B2P, selling to professionals, sometimes it can be long sales cycles as well. But professionals, because they're buying out of their own pocket, they don't need anybody else's permission to make a buying decision. They're much more likely to buy on impulse or buy right away. They could get up in the morning. Uh, an HR manager, for example, could get up in the morning and not even be thinking about uh, purchasing a, uh, a new computer app that will help her with employee evaluations. And then at lunch, she goes on a website, finds out about this new computer app, this online app, app, and gets convinced that it's going to help her. It's going to help her save a lot of time, and she buys it. She signs up for it. <laughs> okay. So uh, professionals are more likely to buy right away, more likely to buy on impulse. So when you're writing copy, make sure you have a very clear buy now call to action in all the marketing pieces that you're writing because you want to be able to capture those professionals who are ready to buy right now. So that's number four. Number five is that, and I mentioned this already, professionals are more likely to be spending their own money. Okay, they're buying out of their own pocket. Now, that's not 100% true. I mean, sometimes a professional can get reimbursed for a purchase by their company. Sometimes they'll buy a training program, for example. They can get reimbursed. But even then, there are limits. They can't, uh, they don't have uh, unlimited access to company funds to buy whatever they want, right? Even then, they're a little bit restricted. So money is always an issue for professionals. How much it costs is always an issue. When you're writing your call to action, for, uh, for uh, the marketing pieces that you're writing, you really have to uh, deal with that issue of price. You have to be able to put the price in perspective. You have to build value. You have to compare the great value that your product or service has compared to the price it costs because this is coming out of a professional's own pocket and price is going to be an issue and they're going to be constantly asking themselves, is this worth the price should I spend this money on this product or service or program? Is it really, really worth it? Can I afford this? Will I get a return on this? Will I regret buying this later? <laughs> okay. So professionals are very much like consumers in that way, in that price is always an issue. So when you're writing copy, you got to deal with the price, and you got to make that price seem like such a bargain compared to the value that that professional is going to get from the product or service that you're writing about. So those are five different ways to write copy that targets professionals and how they're different than how it's different than B2B. Let me just do you, give you a quick review. Number one, they're motivated differently than businesses. Uh, they want to further their careers. They want to make their professional dreams come true. Number two, they're more likely to be swayed by emotion. Number three, social proofs are a big motivator. Number four, uh, they're more likely to buy sooner and sometimes right away impulsively. And number five, in most cases, they're spending their own money, so price is always an issue. So that is 
some tips on writing copy that sells the professional, what I call B to P copywriting. And you're going to run into this a lot when writing business-to-business copy. There's a lot of business-to-business companies out there that also sell to that individual professional. So you're going to run into this, and you should know the differences in how to write copy for this very unique group. So I hope you found those tips helpful. I'm Steve Slomwhite, and have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. I will be talking to you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.